Nerd Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey, and I'm joined by three party members today. Lauren. Hello. Hi, Lauren. Tunza. What's up? And Dan Boy. Hello. In this episode of the Game Club, we're becoming rock stars and beating down some robots in Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush was released on January 25th, 2023, and was developed by Tango Gameworks and published by Bethesda Software, or Softworks, I guess. Tango Gameworks have made some other big-named games, actually, with The Evil in One, Evil Within 1 and 2 and Ghostwire Tokyo. This is our newest game on the podcast, so that's kind of cool. Good job, guys. Doing something more modern today. Yeah. And before we get any further into Hi-Fi Rush, I want to give the spoiler warning, and I would recommend playing this before listening to the episode. This was our game for the month of February, and I'm going to give a brief (laughs) summary of the story for Hi-Fi Rush. Um, Hi-Fi Rush starts with our main character, known as Chai, as he goes to Armstrong... Is it Armstrong Development or Industries? Yeah, something like that. To get his arm, like, changed from a normal, non-working human arm into a robot arm. And he ends up becoming a defect where a music player accidentally falls and gets morphed into his heart like he's Iron Man or something. And after that, he is a defect, and they do not accept defects, so the whole Armstrong Industries is trying to get rid of him. And then we get into some shenanigans and meet some other characters along the way, but I don't really want to get too much into it here. Um, We can talk about it a little bit later. Anything on the short end you guys want to add? Uh, I mean, I guess we're going to get into it Talk yeah. about the structure of how, like, Things Armstrong work. Industries run, yeah. Okay. That would be the big part of it. So each episode, we break up the main points of the game we're playing. And this week, we are going to... It's not a week. It's an episode. I'm all jacked up today. Yeah, I thought I was bad because yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> and you guys are all fucking... We're all messed up. In this episode, we're starting with gameplay and mechanics. So, Tunza, how about you tell us about the gameplay and mechanics for Hi-Fi Rush? It's like an action beat-em-up, like, platformer, I would more or less describe it. You do your typical, con- well, I would say it does everything your typical beat-em-up, like, Devil May cry S game would do, but everything's done to, like, a beat. Uh, and the better you are to the beat, the more combo points. And I, I thought it did damage, more damage, but I don't believe it did. It, it did. I don't know. It doesn't seem. I don't like think so. Combos, changing combos, did not do any damage. Like it, it's difference. definitely said in the game to if you do it on the beat, you do more damage. Yeah, but like I was also thinking, like changing combos. Like if you did like X X Y Y, it didn't change. If you did like X Y X Y, like damage was at least for me. Yeah, it didn't. You might seem be like a it, bigger it, like AOE. Yeah, it didn't really seem like it, but it, it probably did, and you just didn't really yeah. notice it. Um, but other than that, then you uh, equipped companions that can be used in battle to target specific enemies, uh, and then you also use them when you're traversing the platforming and puzzle solving of this game. 
the I mean, the main caveat is it comes down to being music based. Like um, certain enemies you'll fight can be um, the way you actually defeat them is in like a. What is it? I I don't want to say good like a they attack you have to parry to a to a specific beat like uh, ones like da 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 and like you'd have to hit like B to that beat. Everything, um, everything is easier if you're able to time it to the beat of the environment. Do you have any music talent? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I You don't necessarily need to use the beat because you can kind of use visual cues as well. But if you are good at just listening or watching, I guess, you can time everything perfectly with no issues. Um, I can't hear beats. So I used the more visual cues when I was playing. Yeah, you even move to the beat. Like when you dash, yeah, everything. it's better Everything's to dash to, the, to the beat. Your footsteps are done to the beat. If you just sit still, it's done to the beat. Everything in this game was done to like a beat. Yeah, even the environment. Like the things in the yeah. environment move to the beat. That's a huge portion of the gameplay. And outside of that, it feels kind of like... Um, Normal... Well, it's like a platformer. It kind of has like that banjo kazooie kind of vibes, where like you're collecting different things along the way, like gears and upgrades, and you can jump into like areas that you don't actually have to go to. Um, does quite a bit of hand holding in the aspect of like showing you where to go. But uh, yeah, it's very linear. Um, so it's not really open world. It's kind of like point A to point B, and there's some minor deviations that you can find stuff in, but for the most part you're just going from start to finish. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to add with gameplay or mechanics? Lauren, Dan? No, I think tons of covered it all. Alright, well let's move into art design, one of the strongest factors of this game. Um, and Lauren is going to tell us all about the art for Hi-Fi Rush. Okay, so the art style like Corey said, it's like a huge focus in this game. It's bright, colorful, comic book look to it is kind of the way I would describe it. I was a huge fan of the art. I think it looked really good, better than I expected, honestly. The team that made the game is a t is the team from The Evil Within. So from what I read, basically, they split the team after the game was done, where some people worked on Ghostwire, some people worked on other stuff. And part of the team worked on this game, which is interesting. Uh, the concept art came from a person named, and I might butcher this, Keita Sakai. They were, they were also a concept artist for The Evil Within. They worked on Sakura Wars, the movie, wonderful 101 game, some other stuff. But they were the lead concept artist for this one. Uh, there was more people listed in the credits, but with bigger game studios, it's a lot harder to find, like, what they did. The goal when they were doing the art was to make it look like the first level concept art that was actually made. So, they said, they told the team, basically, when in doubt, look back at that art. They said they knew they nailed it when someone working on the Ghostwire team actually came over and said, like, hey, this is some cool concept art, and they got to be like, no, this is the game. So, cool in that aspect that they nailed it from an outside perspective. 
It's cool that the person that was the lead concept artist, that's what the whole game was based on art-wise, was that person's work. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then the only other info I really have on this is a studio called Lemon Sky Studio did the CGI, more of the animation, like cutscenes, all that stuff. From what I read, anyways. They're one of the top in the industry out of Malaysia for games, for that kind of stuff. They also did work on games like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which, if you know me, I praise that game super highly. It's the reason I bought my PS5. It looks fantastic. They did Demon Souls, Spider-Man, Bloodborne, WoW, like SAO, Hollow Realization. It's a big game for me, too. Final Fantasy XV. Tons and tons of other stuff. If you look on their website, their portfolio is kind of nuts, honestly. I never even heard of the studio till today, but they do a good job. Yeah, I think the cutscenes were one of the most standout parts. Yeah, I agree. That, that stood out to me a lot. They reminded me of like a Saturday morning cartoon in a way. Like something yeah. you would see on TV like as a kid. Yeah, I would watch it as a cartoon or even an anime. Like, the yeah. ending of the game, too. Like, I was like, this would be a great outro, like, scene and music. It was it was good. Yeah, I, yeah I the think art, the, it's a heavy carry. Yeah, the art carried a lot of this. Um, it's the first thing I really noticed. Um, that in the music, some of the music... Um, I'm not as high up as a lot of people I've seen online about the music, but I do like a good portion of it. Um, but I think art is what sold this for me. Sure. Yeah, I've never been like a like one like music person. Like soundtracks never been like my thing for like games and like movie backgrounds. But like any time they synced up those animations with the music, I thought it was really good. Uh, and uh, I seen, I guess they said when they made the art, they told them to create it without the UI. Told them to do that last because they thought it would be distracting. So that's why they added the cat, like, orb. It's because they were trying to find a way to let you see the beat if you couldn't have the UI there. So that's the reason uh, that that, that cat is actually there. I think the cat helps tie in the story a bit, too. I yeah. also like that they did Evil Within, which is a gross, nasty game, <laughs> yeah. and then to this, which is the complete opposite. For yeah. sure. I was thinking the same thing when I seen that they did Evil Within. I was like, that is completely different. Oh, yeah. Um, but since we kind of dabbled in the music a little bit, and this game has really good music to open up with, um, was it like the Black Keys or the Lonely Keys? Black Keys. The Black Keys. Yeah. Lonely Boy is the song. That's what it opens up with. I thought that was really cool. I don't know what it costs them to get some of the music that they have in this game. But Dan is going to tell us all about sound design and music for it. So, Dan, what do you got for Hi-Fi Rush? So, this isn't really, like, music-oriented and never mind we'll, we'll, we'll say that for later never mind. Never mind. <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> I was like, never what? mind never mind, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. For, forget that forget that um <clears throat> anyways 
Yeah, the game is kind of all based around music, so it's like the music is kind of the biggest point, really, of the game. Um, it's interesting because they kind of have a streamer mode, like, in the game for people to be able to, like, stream it on, like, Twitch and stuff. But because of the music in it, people would obviously get, like, copyright strikes and stuff. So they put in a streamer mode for people to be able to stream it without getting those strikes, which is kind of nice to see. And, you know, a game that focuses on music, you kind of need the music, you know? I just kind of thought that was a cool kind of uh, accessibility feature in it. Um, but anyways, the, uh, there's three main, like, composers for the game, and I'm gonna butcher their names, just saying. Um, the one, uh, composer is Shuchi Kobori, which he is, I have these all messed up in my files, um, he was the main composer for, like, the Evil Within 2, Evil Within... Uh, maybe not Evil Within. No, not Evil Within 2. He was the audio director for Evil Within 1. Um, He was the composer for a bunch of uh, Metal Gear games, like Metal Gear Solid, Snake Eater 3D, Metal Gear Acid, whatever that is. Just kind of those type of games. Now we also got good old... I think, I think this guy was kind of like the main composer. Uh, Masa... Toshi Yanagi, and he's kind of in the same exact boat where he's just like composer for this game, Ghostwire Tokyo, Evil Within 2. Then he also sound designer for Evil Within 1. And then uh, the other composer is Ryo Yuratani, and he was a composer for a bunch of. Uh, Monster Hunter games, which is interesting. And also the composer for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. As you kind of move around the world, there's just going to be a bunch of different sounds that your character kind of makes. Whenever you hit enemies, they have like a specific sound that kind of goes with the beat. Um, you have your... I want to call it like a hook shot. Gravel? Like you kind of... Yeah, your yeah, your grapple kind of button. Whenever you do that, it kind of makes like a hi hat sound constantly. Kind of kind of nice to hear, especially when you retime it like just right, then it plays a sound and it's it's kind of thrilling to hear. It's like a boost of like serotonin every time you hear it. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, the hi hat, let's go. One sound I've really liked is uh, when you play with like eight oh eight and. It makes this like tink sound. Tink, yeah. Tink. I like that too. Yeah, a lot of sound effects, a lot of different music beats. Um, like I said, there's some music from not the composers. Like a, like you open up with like a like a big mainstream hit, and yeah, yeah, there's yeah, music one from. The uh... end that I yeah, there's a couple. Them. I mean, there's Nine Inch Nails. Uh... Yeah. They use like Wolfgang's Fifth Symphony. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like a modified <laughs> version of it. It's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. It's the whole, the hard part about music. Talking about music in this game, it's legit the whole game. 
It's yeah. Every second there's there's music playing, and everything's tied to music. I uh, towards the end of the game, I think I was on like level like eleven. I had to turn down like the sound effects and uh, the voice acting just to listen to the music. Because it, it made me, like, be able to focus on, like, hitting perfect, like, timed once everything else was, like, lowered. That makes sense, because there's, like, a lot of other distractions going on. Like yeah, said, yeah, like, your constant, like, dialogue that kind of pops up quite frequently. Yeah, I I didn't really use the audio cues when I was playing. Like I said, I started using visual aids. Um, just watching, because they throw those in too. Like certain enemies will glow before they're about to do attacks, so you can like time your parries, and, and then you do those like combo things for certain enemies. You can just yeah, the watch the motion of their oh. like of them instead of listening to the beat. So that's yeah, kind of neat. And then also, if you hit it perfect on time, you have, like, your sound cues, and then you also get, like, the music notes. And then it keeps adding, like, another, oh, gosh, what does it consider? I think, like, a quarter note, I think, for, like, every time you, like, hit successfully in a combo, it, like, keeps adding one to it. Yeah. And then I... you also got your accessibility options, which the one will put in, like, a little time rack basically where it's like it will kind of show you where the beat is constantly yeah you can like also... the one that moves across the screen yeah yeah i think it was just like a toggle i think it was like right stick on like controller you know because i would actually right. hit it and be like why is this up now and i'm like why i always <laughs> turned it on like i had it on during yeah. the whole game never had it on i, I I would notice when it was on, but I don't think I ever really used it. But uh, yeah, also, there's times where I that would be on the screen, and I just wouldn't even be watching what I was fighting. I would just be looking at that. Oh yeah. But all right, let's move into parts that made an impact. We kind of mentioned it. Hey, wait, brief. before before you go through that, can we talk about the voice actors for a second? That that's kind of what I wanted to kind of touch base on, like at the beginning, but eh, not really. Yeah, because like, like they they actually got some pretty good people, like what? Eric, Erica Lindbeck, which she's a bigger name person. The I didn't know who voiced Chai, but when I just looked it up, he's actually the guy that voices Megami from Jujutsu Kaisen. He's Gil Thunder in Seven Deadly Sins, like. They got some people that are actually pretty big name to voice the characters, which is pretty crazy to me. Yeah, it it doesn't it's not that crazy considering like this is a pretty large budget game. So yeah, well, it's, yeah, I, it's I guess. I think the one of the great things about this game that they did is no one knew it was coming. It just released for sure. Well, Lauren said something about they basically told like everyone like it. They could not leak it. Yeah, they had no intentions of announcing it until the day that they did. So they well, told think... them, like, hey, you're working on this game, but we are not announcing it until we release it. Like, that's is, it. Is it weird that I feel like it was, like, a cover-up for, like... I feel like this came out as soon as, like, uh, was it Starfall? What's the other Bethesda game that had, like, a leak 
they had a leak the same time that came out that like one of the GOG or one of the Humble Bundle or something released the like street date. Yeah, uh, I didn't cool. see that. It was like the same time period. I don't know if it was like obviously they probably just wanted the game to be fresh and just released. Yeah, did, Dan, did you have it? What else did you have about voice acting or did Lauren cover it? Oh, I was just going to bring up like some of the projects that some of the uh, voice actors worked on. It is basically just going to be the same thing she kind of said, along with like uh, the voice actor for Kale. He's a uh, he's in like everything. He's a uh, Mirage and good old Apex. He's Sonic the Hedgehog and some of uh, the cartoons. He's a uh, data Datara in uh, Naruto Shippuden. Oh, shit. I love Data. He's interesting. Yeah. Mm. The voice acting was definitely a strong point in this game. Like, I don't think any of the characters mailed it home. Like, they actually put, like, passion behind it. They all sounded good. Yeah. yeah I, I guess I just didn't really think of it at all. Like, everybody did a good job. Uh, Chai was the fucking uh, dumbass. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Stereotypical, like, main character of an anime. I think he's worse than main character. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, he's dumb. Like, you know, like, every, like, anime protagonist. And I was like, he might be a little too dumb. <laughs> but he has, like, the, the bond of friendship. He's he's Naruto, man. That was what the game. <laughs> it's what the whole story ended with. And I was like, damn. And it, at one point, he's like, um... Macaron says something that was like, oh, Chai, you really changed. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. I've only known you for like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes yeah, you think like, oh, what the fuck? That's crazy that it's all, it, that whole game takes place in like five hours based on yeah. di- that dialogue. Yeah, it's it's like a whole, it's like one day. That's crazy. There's a lot that happens in one day. It, it's not even like a whole day. It's like an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. We, I guess we don't know when he went to go get that. Like, sir, he cut the line, so I'm assuming it's right when they opened. Probably like eight a.m. nine. Yeah, and then yeah. the concerts that night, <laughs> and we're at that. Well, then that would be it'd be like two days. Because one, like your guy. Well, I, I we'll just talk. Wait, how do you want to do this? You just want to go through each boss, or uh... yeah, that's fine. We can. Kind of explain how the game is set up first, and then you can go right into Rekka. Uh, so it's a giant corporation. Uh, I'm trying to th- uh, give me a second to pull up their names. Oh, wait, that's an actual boss list. I want the what are they called? Executives or yeah, something like that. Well, yeah, Vandalay. Because... Vandalay, that was the company. So, yeah. like, your main boss guy is uh. The Google protect- thanks you for being the worst. Yeah, the main. Are you talking about Kale uh, Van? Yeah, he's yeah. the main antagonist, like the head honcho of Vanderlei, because of course he is. Yeah, he like forces his mom out, <laughs> takes over the company. Everybody thinks he's doing a va- uh, like a great job. Uh, I was trying to see because they have all of them have positions. Well, head of so, produ- like head of production is Rekka. Yeah, research and development is Zonzo. Zonzo. 
Head of security was uh, uh what's her name? Corsica. Corsica. Corsica's head of security. Uh, Mimosa is the head of marketing. Roqueford is fi- uh, like financial advisor. Yeah. Yep. And then it just basically call you go through each you like you start off going through uh, quality insurance building. Well, that's where you meet Rekka, and she is the first boss. And you have to get each of their keys to stop this brainwashing program that at one point is just it's like I mean I guess we don't know how. We don't know how many people it would have affected, but he is like the main one because he's the first one to do the experiment. Like, uh, so he was for sure brainwashy. And maybe people after him, I'm not sure. But your whole thing is to get their flash drives to then turn off uh, Spectra, which is a brainwashing program, and get the company back on track, basically. Well, you know, the, the, the first one that he manipulated using Spectra is his mom. Mm-hmm. So that's that, that she's like patient zero of whatever that it like ends up being. But it's basically what? Just like an AI program. To yeah, end- just to make sh- it's it's you want to talk about Naruto. It's the. Um, oh, God. Why is my brain just not firing on words? It's the, not firing all the, at all. What is the giant plant? Oh, my God. The, um, Mardra's main mission. Infinite Tsukuyomi? Yeah, that that that's the plot of the game. Killer B? Actually, it's not because his whole his whole premise is to make more money by brainwashing people to, to buy spend more their money. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So never mind. Maybe it's not Naruto. All right. So that sets up the plot, and because you are a defect and you were in production, your first boss fight is with Rekka. Well. well well, you you fight quality sure, uh, insurance bot like one million or whatever giant robot. Guy. Yeah, that's technically the first boss fight, which it's a know, boss fight. Yeah, it's alright. That's where it, it leads in with like a nine inch nail song, I believe. Yep, yep. Yeah, that that like your first taste of a game. That it's a good way of getting used to how boss fights work in the game, because it, it's pretty easy. <laughs> You just basically get him to punch himself in the face over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> but many uh, uh, self destructs. But basically, Chai is just trying to leave to start off. Like he doesn't really want any part of this. He's like, I got my arm. He's like, I'm just trying to get out of here. And you run into 808, which is a cat, a robotic cat, and yep. uh, it kind of guides you through like the first level. And then you find out that the voice that AOA has is from Peppermint, which is like the mastermind behind taking the corporation down. Yeah, you get roped yeah. into her plot. Like you're just trying to leave. She's trying to stop. Like she, has, like knows what they're up to. Yeah, and she does like your upgrades early on. But yeah, uh, let's. Let's talk about the Rekka fight. Typical boss fight. She, but she wears a bo- uh, like a WWE belt that has a boss written on it, and she just comes down and then tries to whoop your ass. And um, her stages are basically pretty simple. She charges at you, you dodge them, and then at one point she like powers up. If she catches you, she does a lot of, like some wrestling moves. 
she powers herself up by ripping the floor up and using electricity to charge herself, which kind of seems like a metaphor for drug use. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then at one point she starts taking like lead pipes and she like tries to hit you with those. But she, I feel like she's kind of designed like a wrestler. She like, is. Fully, she is. Fully. She wants to do wrestling yeah. moves. She gives you these like over the top promos before you fight her. But she's, she's pretty cool. She's uh, a fun little boss fight. Um, It's like your first real introduction to how taking down the executives work which is kind of neat and uh you get to hit her with your guitar you in fact hit them all with your guitar you do that you somehow you know you just you have like a magnetic stick that builds it takes up like metal pieces and turns into like the shape of a guitar and then when you go into those cutscenes, it turns into like a real guitar it's a it's a bit interesting but overall, her boss fight's pretty simple, but I do like it. I'm looking at, like, it's like a boss list, and it's not showing. It just shows Rekka, Corsica, Mosa, Ko, and I'm like, well, I think next is Zonzo, and you just kind of run through, and you gotta make him rack up his, uh, use all his expense budget before you can actually fight him. Yeah, and your your goal is to basically, like, get him worked up where he uses all of his budget and he's trying to do it to you while you're in VR. Well, it's like augmented reality. And then like each machine you go into is like a different budget. And then he's like, throw more enemies, more lava, bigger volcano. Yeah. And then um, he pops up at one point and you're like, Oh, that's all the bigger you're going to be or whatever. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, I see how it is. And he's like, then the next time he shows up, he's like, is this big enough for you? And he's like this massive version of himself. And it like drains his budget by like eighty thousand dollars. And I was like, "Wow, yeah. we we goaded him into spending yeah, money one, on the, nothing." He, your actual fight with him is him using the rest of the budget to turn into a giant robot. And by the time he goes to power on, the budget drains. So you you just doesn't work. It doesn't work. So yeah, dumb. It, it just shuts off, and it's like defunded. I like that the bosses are all different. Um, I think that's something they did well is so it didn't feel like old. Like each boss fight has like its own like thing to it. Yeah, I would say because like so you go from this one that was mainly just draining the budget and platforming and doing your no like normal kind of stuff, fighting a lot of like normal enemies just to drain his budget. So then you go into Corsica's, which hers is like the pacifist run. Like, you're just trying to talk her down. Before we get there, before you get on the lift to get to the head of security, it is the best scene in the entire game. Yeah. Uh, That's the CG where they all fight together? Yeah, they all fight together, and, like, they're substituting each other in. And, like, Chai's just kind of there like an idiot. Yeah, and Peppermint's, like, fucking John Wicking it. Yeah, and then... Uh, uh, That's the one where you're in, like, the cafeteria. No. no, this is like the full-on cutscene thing, like where you're getting on the lift for the first time. Like yeah. that's like you have to dodge like the things while you're going on the rails or down the rails. 
Yeah, it's like right before that, like Mac Rune shows up, which he's another one of your assist characters. He's just like a Hulk. Yeah, he just has like big, strong punches, but he's very like pacifist. He doesn't want to f- have to fight anybody. Uh, and he's like super smart. He's part of like the old crew. Like when mom was in charge, he worked there and he's like, oh, things have changed since she's left. And then he has a robot that he built named Cinnamon, which doesn't know how to not hurt people's feelings. <laughs> he He's like a major psychology or something. And then he draws every emotion he tries to convey. Like if he's like trying to act shocked, he draws shocked. Hardly really based. I yeah, love it. Just in it's Sharpie. Yeah, it's like it's like done so bad. <laughs> it's not like he just gives himself eyebrows either. He'll draw like the full like chin and everything. I love it. Cinnamon's such a good character. You get that really good animation. That one, like I said, that's the best one in the whole game. And then you ride the lift, which is just a battle gauntlet, and then you work your way up the security tower, which is the most dragged out thing. Yeah, it's just solving puzzles, and then you go up there, and it's very hard because I don't know how we should, like if we should just take it step by step of each level. Like we should have just did tracks instead of bosses because a lot of them are the same. You're just doing like three or four things to then get into the boss fight. Yeah, but those things plat- take like an hour. Yeah, it's a lot of platforming. I know Lauren struggled a little bit in this part because, and it's not even from anything difficult. It's from when you activate the nod things and you have to hit the quick time events. I don't know why, but Lauren was telling me she was struggling with them. God, some of those nodes, I literally had to do the quick time event 15 times. Oh, All like right. the, the, the power? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, once you like, you know, Peppermint shoots the nodes, you get to the top one, you hit it, and then those quick time like buttons pop up that you have to hit. I failed those so many times over and over. I was like, what the freaking heck is wrong with me? They were pretty quick. I will, I'll, I'll give you that one. They, they I, would have different beats because like the song would have a different beat depending upon which buttons you were hitting. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I suck. <laughs> I suck so bad. <laughs> yeah, those ones you have to like look ahead. Yeah. Because yeah, you like line up rings for some of them, and then some of them you have to like hold the button down and then let go of it at the right time. So I, I could see you messing them up, but it is kind of funny that that's like what you found most challenging. Yeah, it was. I suck at quick time events. And this all leads up to having your pacifist run with her, where you have to just parry and dodge her forever. I yeah. listen. The. The idea behind it is very good, though. Yeah. It's like, you know, everyone else is like, you gotta fight them, and they're like, no, like, she memorized her password. We have to, you know, get her to cooperate. So you just parry and defend yourself. And I thought the idea was cool, but it was tedious having to do it for so long. Just And I suck at parrying. I kind of just feel like that's the game. I think everything is great fundamentally, just like just weird yeah i just this part this boss fight made me so angry because you get her health pretty low and then chai sets her off again and her health comes like all the way back and i'm like 
everything has like three phases. Like everything you do in the game has like three. Like if you need to do puzzles, you need to do the draining of the budget. You gotta do like everything has like three phases. Oh, and even your I platforming. I don't know if you guys paid attention to this, but I sure as hell did. When at the end of the game, when they put all the keys in, did you see what her password is? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's just password. <laughs> so you go through that just for the word you password. You could have guessed it. <laughs> yeah. I also, I also hate that like she's like like works at this supreme like tech company, dreams of being there, worst with tech. Yeah. It it made me laugh. I was like, wow. Uh so you get her, you kinda like talk her into your side, you're gonna go I think at that point you're gonna go confront Tail with her. And then he comes to you, knocks you off the rail thing. Cause you go to like it's the only exit from her. Um, the security tower. Security tower is down the rail again. He chases you. He knocks you guys off. Uh, you sacrifice your life, save her. She's now dead to you guys because you guys saved her life by like she gets a basically almost the same implant as you. Kind of right. Yeah, it's like a replacement for like her heart or something. Yeah, because you guys get launched. Uh, off this thing by a giant robot, and he's like, he's like, you're fired. Like, oh, uh, he's like, you're fired. Shoot the laser beam. He's like, oh, she used the frame, like flamethrower. Yeah, he's uh, such an idiot. Yeah, there's a lot of funny beats to the game, like comedic timing with like how like things play out. And then, um, and then we I think get- next is Mimosa, right? Yep, and you have to go through the back of the museum. Yeah. To get to backstage of like the big stage, like that she's gonna perform a concert on, and she's she's really enamored with herself. Yeah, she thinks she's get- like the you know she thinks she's like top shit. Her shit don't stink. Yeah, I also guess this is a good point to bring up. Like this is where you find out Peppermint is. Uh, Kale's sister and like uh, the Vandercorp or Vandalay uh, um, founder's daughter. Right. And she ran away instead of like mm-hmm. trying to do what she thought was right, which is why we're in the situation we're in now. Yep. And Chai and then, being smooth guy Chai, he goes, ah, he's like, what do you think? This is going to make us not be friends or something? You know, that five five hours they like, I like this. I was like, he's. He's helping, but he doesn't even realize. There's only like doing. four parts in the whole game where you're like, man, he he might have a brain. Yeah. Um, but going backstage, I mean, there's not a whole lot. You get the new mechanic of like turning off, turning on generators. Yeah, with you get Corsica's ability. Right, and she could turn them on, which will cause like platforms to come out of the ground or like off to the side of the wall or whatever. Um, and that just helps you move along. It's just another little thing. Um, that's about it. I mean, you kind of get like a brief history of the company as well as you're going through the museum. You see all the like stages of the robots and what they designed them for. Yeah, but outside of that, it's not a whole lot. And then once you get to the stage you're gonna sneak up on her backstage but she's not there oh can 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 we mention the uh shark suit yeah that's (laughs) what we're about to go into go ahead dan 
Dude, so you uh, get to her dressing room, and she's not there. And then the robots outside of the waiting room are like, "Oh, where's where's Left Shark at?" And then you notice on the on the clothes rack, there's a shark costume, and so you put it on and they take you to the stage to be Left Shark, like the good old meme, you know? Wasn't that Katy Perry? Um, I didn't even. Like, I don't. I don't movie. think she was. I think yeah, it wasn't like a Super Bowl or something. Uh, yeah, it, it was Super Bowl, but I don't. I don't think. It was now I'm old. I don't know the memes. Yeah. This has been Left been... Shark at at yeah. the one halftime show. There was Left Shark and a Right Shark. There was a shark on both sides of whoever the hell it was. It and... was Katy Perry. Was it Katy Perry? Okay. I... Anyways, but yeah, the Left Shark. I think it was the Left Shark. Everyone made memes about because it was they went they, hard. They looked like they didn't really know what they were really doing there. That's it, it was also from 2015. Why am I an old yeah. man? You you would see you at one point you probably yeah. couldn't escape it. You just wiped wiped it from your brain. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Anyways, well, go ahead. Uh, explain our boss fight with Mimosa and how we get there. Uh, you side scroll. <laughs> As Left Shark uh, under the stage to then be launched out and confront her. And she's like, Left Shark, you're not supposed to be here yet or whatever she says. Or you're late or whatever. And then you're like, aha! And you're, that's where you reveal yourself. And then she's like, I knew it. And then it's she's really like, weird. And then she's like, you're not, she's not, she's like, you're not going to mess up uh, the show for me. We're going to use you. And then that's when you fight her in like a performance. And it's pretty weird. Not a bad boss battle, but weird. no, I, I like it. I just like that, like the the robot like musicians are just in the back, <laughs> mm-hmm. like like all right, I don't know what's going on. Uh, so you beat her ass. I still like uh, while we're here. I can't figure out. Do we kill these people for this flash drive? Um, like they like just disappear. I think only one of them that I know of is dead, and we haven't gotten to him <laughs> yet. <laughs> no. Wait, what? None of them? Oh. Oh, never are, mind. Are they all dead? I feel like they're all dead. I, I feel like they're dead. is dead. At least yeah. Mimosa. You, I think like, there's a couple of them are dead. You like, hit her up into the sky, and then her suit explodes. Yeah, and it's fireworks for the show, right? Uh, yeah. So it's like, if she survived an explosion, like, good for her. But... I don't think she did because she didn't come down. Just the little <laughs> but drive. The, the human resistance is pretty high in this game. Chai goes through a lot of shit. True, and then they can rebuild them. At one point, Chai gets shot out of a cannon. Yeah, look at Sin. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. I, I don't know. But Actually, I, all right. So right after that, you, you go through all this extra stuff. You launch Chai the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the financial bureau or financial department and you do a bunch of side platforming shit like normal. And then you fight, uh, tons of favorite, you, you fight tons of you, character, the chef samurai. Oh yeah. I forgot <laughs> that part. Yeah. But yeah. You, you fight uh, a, a robot that has two jobs. Not only is he as a samurai to protect, he's also a chef. That part is so weird because you're just fighting. You're having like a cafeteria brawl. Yeah, they're also just every time like it. So every time you beat these enemies, the way you actually have to defeat them is to block or parry to like uh, their 
specific beats. And it triggers like a mini cutscene. His is always like he slams his sword down and does like the whole like like a samurai like talking to somebody every time. And it's like Yeah, that time is like uh he I think he I can't remember because he has like a ladle and, <laughs> and whatever in his hand. So goofy. Yeah, Lauren said that she tried to skip those, which you can do. It just takes the fights a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, I skipped them using Corsica's ability because I hated Perry. Yeah, but, it just, I think it just takes longer if you don't, like, uh, yeah, you just have to go for, like, a two or three phase, like, fight with them. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, you go and fight, uh... Ro- you, de- you destroy the big statue of Kale first. Oh, yeah, it's, like, right on the way to the financial office which i feel like that should have felt more powerful you kind of do it and you're like oh just it's a bridge now (laughs) it's like all right here we go yeah it wasn't like you like you needed to take it out to get to your path but like no one like batted an eye and was like fuck that guy or whatever you know what i mean yeah there wasn't any comments about it but then you get to the financial office with rogueford is that his name yeah it's r-o-q Q U E F O R T. Is it Roquefort? Report? It's a G, not a Q. Read <laughs> his website. Is it? It is a G. Like rogue, as in like. Well, they have a fucking Q here. <laughs> Are you sure this is not also a the G same. And you don't know how to read. No. no. In, the, in the screenshots from Steam itself, it's a Q. It is a Q? So it's Roke, Roke first. Yes, yes. <laughs> that makes makes a little <laughs> more sense. Know. He's like British, right? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. But uh, he transforms into a werewolf. Yeah, and it's amazing. Probably one of the easiest boss fights because I wasn't like died twice. Yeah, twice. It's the only boss battle I died twice to. How? Because it's so fucking hard, man. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, I, did, I didn't have any issues with this one. He literally is a werewolf. You I, beat I the, the shit out of him. the most difficult of Corsica. Yeah, me too. And I think it's partly my controller. Mine is just because I suck at timing the things. Alright, yeah, uh, you fight him as giant werewolf, you hit him with a bunch of combos, and then you he break. goes back into being like a human, and he runs Kick from sh- you, and I slow. love it. <laughs> it makes me laugh, because he just, yeah. like, he goes back into being human, and then he's like, oh shit, and then he, like, runs away, like, yeah, he, like <laughs> he walks away, and he gets to the other side, and he calls upon lasers, and then you just, like, left? Okay, and then you go over there, beat the shit out of him. So that's like the first health bar, and then he's like, oh, we should take this somewhere different. And then you fight him again in the same fashion. And then you end up in like the vault. Like with mm-hmm. all the gold. And you're like, you fight him a third time. And then the third time around, he's like, oh, every time you beat me, I only come back stronger. And in that moment, they're the money they made for that quarter day. It's quarter. <laughs> Comes trickling down, which is in solid gold for some reason. And it crushes him. He's fucking dead. 
Yeah, I don't know how Slasher I've got out, but it did. Yeah, he's dead. I, I'm pretty sure they're all dead. Yeah. Like, that is... <laughs> that gold is not light, and that was a bunch of it. He also, like, big bag wolfs you. Like, he's like, you're only making... You're like, I only get stronger as the ang- uh, more angry I get. And it's like, all right, buddy. All right, I'm gonna keep kicking the shit out of you. <laughs> I also do like that you do the Guitar Hero stuff here. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Where they're just like riffs and you have to hit the buttons when they hit, you know, like when I kind of wish that was like most of the game. Like, I wish, like, like you could put it as your was special attack, whatever the gauge attacks. Yeah, you can put those as that, but it was nice to be implemented in the boss fights. I kind of wish they all were like that, like, or at least at some point you had like a point where like you teamed up and did it. But we finally take him out after he gets crushed by gold, and he's dead for sure. And then you have one key left to get. And this is probably my favorite, like, lead-up to a boss fight, just because it's, like, the a combination of, like, everyone coming together and getting their time to shine. It's so It's good. also short. Like, it's from also... that point to the next point, it's, like... Like it's like very fast. It's not. It's not drawn out at all. Yeah, and the music they play super good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the song that Lonely Island sampled for Yolo. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> okay, a random fact, but okay, it's You're really welcome. good. <laughs> I picture it now. That's what I thought was about to play at first. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been amazing? Like, no chance. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been amazing? <laughs> I, it would kill the mood for me, for sure. I would have laughed. Like, yeah, no I think it would have been funny at first. Like, if you just come in like that, and it's just Andy Samberg, and then, like, <laughs> if it would have continued to go, I'd been like, uh. Oh, man. That would have been great. Now I want. Now I should play that part and just mute it, and then play it, like, start it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Just see what happens. But at the end of that one, you finally get a chance to see Cinnamon in action. And I know Lauren really likes this part. And you got to play as him for a good, like, 20 seconds. Yeah, with his giant arm. It's amazing. His his Mario jumping. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But basically, Kale attacks you with this massive robot. And you work as a team to cut off one of his arms, which is like his laser cannon arm and it falls to the ground and then cinnamon jumps in the action he's like i got this and then you get to play with sand like cinnamon for like you said like 20 seconds and he puts he's compatible with it somehow so he's able to use the big like cannon arm but he's not able to lift it so then the team comes together one last time to uh destroy this robot using this massive arm cannon and then Cinnamon loses his legs. Yep. Well, I love that while he's like shooting it and it like starts powering up, he's like sitting there like drawing like a a mean face on him. Yeah, like a determined face. But yeah, yeah. So dumb. But uh, then he like you destroy the robot. Cinnamon has like no legs, and uh, Macron comes. An arm. He's missing an arm, and Macron comes over and he's like, "Oh, you're good. I can fix you up, buddy." And I was like, oh, he's okay. gonna get you later. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right. 
Well, like, and at this part, this is where it's very, like, anime tropish, like, friendship montage. Well, we're, yeah. like, you're about to do the whole, like, quick time events to get out of that, like, I don't know what that is. Cage thing. Lauren, did you love that? Where he goes through every single dialogue that someone says to him? Yeah. The best is I did actually like cinnamon. that. Because Cinnamon's like response to him is like, man, he liked my pants. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, good enough. Yeah, I thought that could scene be... was really good. I could be wrong in everything, but I'm pretty sure that was before the whole giant robot thing. Because isn't Cinnamon yeah. with you yeah. whenever you're locked in the thing? Oh, yeah. Well, they're on the true. outside, yeah. and you guys all jump out the yeah, window. And right. They're like, let's yeah. work together. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, either way. That's where you find the big reveal that, you know, like, he's controlling his mom using Spectra. And that's the only reason he's in charge, and what his real goal is about just making money. He doesn't give a shit about anything else. Yeah, they're like, why are you brainwashing people? He's like, so make more money. And they're like, whoa! What? Oh, no way! <laughs> um, but yeah, then we finally catch oh. up to... Oh, never mind. It's, I was going to say, I think it's after, but or during that part you play is 808? I think it might be after that. Uh, it's, 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 it's after. after, because we meet up with Kale, and he activates Spectra on us. Yeah. Yeah, on, on Chai, yeah. Yeah, and then so we're kind of like useless, and then he 808's like, Oh, I'm not caught, like trapped in whatever they're trapped in that time. You get to play as the cat, and you get to scratch him. Yeah, <laughs> mess him up as a cat. Yeah, that gives us a whole nother star if you were rating it just because you could play as a cat. Yeah, 808's my wallpaper on my phone currently. You could play with the cat nice. on the couch as well. Yeah, I did that. It tells you if on at least on Game Pass, it will tell you how many times you like talk to the cat or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Why? Because <laughs> you gotta show who's who's a better person. And then you uh, did one literally an achievement. It's like yes, you can pet the cat. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, think of that Twitter that's only uh, yeah yeah. Pets. If, if I know anything about the where we're at in video games, is cats sell games? Yes. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, any so animals. After that, he, after eight hundred eight attacks Kale, it breaks our brainwash on us, and we get to fight Kale in a three stage boss fight. And I, it's it, it is what it is. It's pretty <laughs> simple. I didn't really like this one. Yep, very simple. Yep. I only died in his octop like his doc oct form because I had no health and apparently I wasn't getting close enough with Macaroon because I couldn't figure out how to destroy the front two octopus arms. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that I beat him and then that was that was pretty much it. Pretty it's such an easy boss fight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, how many times did you die of this? One. Oh, okay. I got an S rank on this mission. Thank you very much. On this, like, chapter? Yeah. Oh, damn. There you go. Well, I'm pretty sure the chapter was literally just the boss fight. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's good, though. 
And then yeah. Uh, yeah. after the boss fight, we kill Kale or whatever you do to people I in this th- game. I think you murder him, and no one brings <laughs> well, he it explodes, up. But you know, I don't, I don't know what explosions mean nowadays. <laughs> yeah, in this game, I don't know what anything <laughs> means. You get this arm by getting pressed into a machine. So I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't like suited for. It was just a bunch of lights. Yeah, I, I have no idea how anything works in this world, but you take him out and then you activate all six of the flash drives or five flash drives and password, and you turn off Spectra, and then, then that's it. And the real lady comes out. Where I'm like, where have you been this whole time? She was just kicking it. Yeah. True, I guess. Then she basically just like reinstates everyone, and then she's off, and then she offers you a job. And then you're like, hmm. being a rock star, and then he doesn't know how to play guitar. But he yeah. did, he he's starting to learn. He's end. starting yeah. to learn. Right. I mean, I guess yeah. he is a good face of whatever they would need. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. That is the game of well, Hi-Fi Rush. Well, and then you got the end game stuff. You go back that. through. Um, oh yeah, that annoys me. <laughs> Which it's like after the credits, they're like at the hideout, and then Peppermint's like, "Oh, like there's still like Spectra like readings like popping up everywhere." There are these doors that you can find in levels that you've already found, but we're just we pushed them off during the game, and now you can go back and go through them for whatever reason. (laughs) Yep. And And then I guess uh, if you do all of them, then you get like a secret boss fight at the end. But I didn't do it. Dan, I know you love this game. You you loved it. Yep, loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Anything else? What I guess what upgrades did you guys use? What type of like chips and what, what like your special attacks did you guys use? Uh so I'll be honest, I didn't buy a single thing. Like I didn't buy any attacks, I didn't buy any special attacks. I upgraded like my health and then I don't know what the other option like really was, like in those kind of items. Amp meter. Um yeah. Sure, maybe that's what. And it was. like that's your chips, special attacks, and how many chips yeah, you can have, how many special know. attacks you can have equipped at once. Because it's like the first one was like a health gauge, like you would buy it and then it would increase your health. Then there was something below that one which increased Amps. something else too, but I don't and remember your special gauge. Was it the special gauge? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's about all I bought, and then I bought like one chip, and then I think it was for like health regeneration like odds of finding them and that was it that's all i bought because i just walked through the levels i didn't try to get any of the gears because i fucking hated it (laughs) (laughs) i uh special attack i used just the healing one i didn't use like any attacking there was a healing one yeah you would drink like an energy drink and give you health or something oh my god so it was nice um, to have, so that like if your health got low, you could drink and just get more back. And then you double it yeah, up like, with the nice. chip that gives you plus 30% health when you pick up health. So I could get like a full thing of health just for using that special. Yeah, yeah that's why that fucking special thing I bought never worked. Because you had to 
you got like a extra gauge of health, and if you ever died, it would like reset your health. Oh, the I could never, thing. I never could fill it up. <laughs> yeah, that bitch stayed at like two percent the whole game. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I used. I didn't really change like I bought like some of the basic attack combos, but the special attacks I didn't really mess with. I didn't really do too many of the special attacks. I just had the chips were just. Uh, I could call um, Peppermint faster, and like I her thing does AO- hers does AOE like stun. How's it? Yeah. What about you, Lauren? Uh, I got level two of the health one, so that took up two slots. Re- uh, calling in or like recharging Peppermint faster. Um, macarons. Uh, the distance, like his attack would hit. Oh, that would have been helpful. That, that, and there was one other one, but I don't remember what it was. I had all of the, like, chip slots that you could have. I upgraded all that. Um, for my special attack, I had, I used the power rift, like, whatever one you get pretty early. And then I switched to the one where you and Corsica, like, basically jump the person you like button mash x and you hit them a whole bunch of times oh that's pretty cool yeah so that's the one i used and then regular attacks i got quite a few of them but i didn't really like i think i did all the weird combos i did all the special attacks for or the normal like combos for chai except the parry one that makes sense because you probably didn't use the parry i didn't parry at all (laughs) Except for Samurai Guy, because I knew his pattern. But, yeah, that was... Uh, I think that's about it. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Nope. Yeah. How long did it take you guys to complete this game? Oh my god, I forgot that was the thing. Oh, gosh. Oh, I was gosh, at was 9 cool. hours and 36 minutes. That was probably 20 second. hours. Uh, not, not really, it was a joke. Uh-huh. 8 hours and 59 minutes. Born. 7 hours and 20 Damn. A speedrunner over here. Eight hours and 55 minutes. Hmm. I had the longest Thanks. time in this game. All right, let's let's uh, let's move into recommendation. Uh, each episode, we go around and find out if we would recommend the game and why or why not. So starting with Dan, would you recommend oh, this dude, game dude. and why or why not? Oh, man. Um, kind of torn on it, to be honest with you. Like, I really like the story, I like the characters, I like the music, but gosh golly, I hate the gameplay. The gameplay just in general, I fucking hate. (laughs) Like, if it was just like a normal, like, hack and slash type of game, I think I would like it so much better. Same. And it's like, it just, oh, I I hated it. So it's like... uh, I don't know if if you can get past that, you'd probably enjoy it. Like the the story and stuff kind of made up for it, but gosh, it was still like a burden to try to play this game. <laughs> That's actually better than I thought you you were gonna be about it. it uh, yeah, based on the mo- like that little bit that I was in your room while you were playing, and you looked like you absolutely just wanted to turn it off. I did, man, so <laughs> many times. Uh, what about you, Lauren? Would you recommend the game? 
I feel like I'm alone in this, but absolutely. I liked it so much. I like the art. I like the music. I like the like hack and slash combat of it, even to the beat. I I liked all of it, honestly. I liked it a lot. It's a definite yes for me. Okay, so I feel like my whole thing is... <laughs> it It's so repetitive with it. It's just constant in... Like, you would walk up to the enemies, and then you'd go into, like, your little area to, like, fight them, and then you would fight them, you'd kill them. Usually some of them would have, like, their stupid shield, which you then you'd have to use peppermint, or they'd have the stupid big rock shields, which you'd have to use macaron, and then... Just it, it, I, I hated it. Dan, you don't play a lot of action RPGs, do you? I hated it. <laughs> the only the only thing I I think could have been done better on my end, anyways, for like me personally, is I was telling Corey, I do wish that you didn't go into an area and then fight. I wish the enemies were all around, like your typical like hack and slash action RPG where if you're going into a dungeon like labyrinth type of thing enemies are everywhere you can blow past them if you want or fight them I think that would have been better but Dang. besides that I don't have complaints uh, that's my exact thoughts on the combat uh, what about you Tunza would you recommend this one so everything's like I agree with everything everybody's saying so it, the game's $30 and it's on Game Pass. I recommend it for the story, but I will not play another game like this again. <laughs> I've learned my lesson that me and music, like, like I can play like a Guitar Hero or a rhythm game, but games that add music or rhythm to like an action game or anything like Cadence of Hyrule, Hyrule and stuff are just not my thing. Personally, I'm, I'm like, yes, go ahead if you, uh, if you like music games, I think you're going to love it. If you don't, maybe uh, play it on Game Pass so you don't put money into it. And I, well, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't care for the combat. I'm in the same camp with you, Tunza. I don't think that action games to the beat are for me. I don't think it's done bad, though. I like the story. I really like the artwork. This game visually blew me away. And another thing that, and it's just me, so take this with a grain of salt, I do not like that people are hyping this game up way more than they should. It makes, it, it it's just me personally, when something gets that hyped, it makes me uh, think that it's going to be yeah. perfect, and it's the, not. The um, I agree with Lauren. Yeah, the hipster in me. I agree with Lauren, though. I think combat can be solved very easily. By taking away the arena fights, unless they are like a boss or something important, and just have enemies roaming, and you can either fight them or you don't have to fight them. And I, yeah. if they change the combat just slightly, this game is a hundred percent a recommendation for me. But uh, I think some of my big gripes was I just I felt like it should be faster. It's it, I feel like it's just dragged out at points because you go in and out of those stupid arena fights. Well, that and like, there's weird things like, like, just that I found like a bit tedious. Like, each switching to them to do your, um, like animation stuff to like, like Macaroon to punch walls is fine till he has to sit there and like charge up. And I understand doing it to the beat, but it's like, it's 
like the extra like I feel like I should just walk up to the wall, hit um I think it was LT on the controller, and he should just go into that and I time it. Not I have to line up my analog stick with where it is on the like thing. There's just pet peeves, but it's good. I think yeah. the the game you could tell is made with love though. Yeah, so I would I would recommend it. I probably wouldn't buy this at full price. So we'll either wait for a sale or play it on Game Pass. But I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. I think the art the art carries heavily. The I that art blows me away. Like I love the cutscenes. Alright, so we usually do reviews, but this is kind of a long episode, so we'll go ahead and skip this for this episode. Um, plus, I don't really know what the reviews would even be for this. Yes, you know, like a lot of what you said. Like, yeah. people are kind of hyping it. Like, Game of the Year. Uh, I, my favorite right now is he's a tall Scottish woman. There's tall Scottish <laughs> lady. Recommends. Recommends. <laughs> but, uh, alright, so Dan... You have the game for the month of March. So how about you tell everyone what we're playing and why you chose it? All right. So we are going to be kind of going backwards here. We're going to be going to Cat Quest 2. Yes. Hell yeah. Hmm. Can I buy that Get the sequel. (laughs) Yeah, I figured, you know, we haven't really done like a, a one and a two yet. And, I don't know, doing a sequel might be fun. Might bring up... Ah, if it's anything like Cat Quest, good convos, you know? I love the first game, so hopefully this one adds on to what I loved about the first one. I think it'll be yeah. good. I think it'll be a good one. I 100%ed the first one, so we'll see. You got, I, I believe... Is this one co-op? Um, I don't know if it's co-op, but I know for sure you do get, like, two characters to play. All new Switch and local co-op play. You can play, uh... Co-op. Maybe, uh, Lauren and I will play this together. We'll play some Cat Quest with me and play together. Let's go. Just loading. Were you gonna come over, or I gotta go to your house? (laughs) Yeah. Come home from work, and Tons is just gonna be sitting out there with Dan. Oh, what's up, guys? (laughs) But, uh, all right, so great. I had a lot of fun talking about Hi-Fi Rush on NLGC, but before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called NerdLag where we'll be uploading some great content, so make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at NerdLag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter at NerdLag where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you'd like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, We also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify. It really helps. On to the final credits. So at the end of each episode, we kind of just you know, just take a slow, chill ride on out of this episode, just talking about anything we've been playing or any news we want to talk about or just anything in our daily lives. We'll probably try to keep this a bit short because the episode is long, but did you guys have anything you wanted to talk about? A raft uh, update. Yeah, we got <laughs> no start raft with update. No raft. No raft. I told you, you guys suck. Boo. 
But we did buy and play through uh, Sons of the Forest, which uh, yikes! I don't, I don't, I still don't know how to process that game. Dude, I've seen so many people online talking about how much of a fucking disappointment that game is. Yeah, the gameplay and stuff is fine. The gameplay and stuff is fine. There is no story to it at all. There, there's a story, but it, there's nothing. Yeah, there's to no, it. There's I don't know what it is. Nothing. <laughs> Dude, there's like a big lead up. You like we were, we got into the final cave thing. We're like, oh, blah blah. Like spoilers, I guess. I know they're not gonna play it, but like you walk into this final cave and we're like, oh, like what's going on? And then it's like, oh, end end game. What the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. ending cutscene. Uh, okay, and Who then are my game people. And then we went through and got like the other ending, thinking it'd maybe explain more. And then my game glitched out, so I had to run back alone. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah don't don't recommend as of uh, right now with it being in early access. Sadness. Yep. It's fun. I mean, I enjoyed. It's still in early access, so they'll probably turn around. I I enjoyed like just fucking around the entire time, but trying to do like story stuff and like progress through the game. Didn't enjoy it. Yeah, well, yeah, because like the first game is like super cryptic and weird, and I I don't really know how, it has how a story. Else to... It does have a story. This one, you just find emails about lost golf balls and golf clubs. <laughs> True. Found like three emails just talking about, hey, where's the golf clubs and golf balls? And then and later on, you find one. It's like, hey, found all the golf balls, and golf clubs. And, and like they never set yeah. up anything because you have like Virginia who's like running around, which is like, yeah. like a, a mutant. Yeah. And you're like, cool. And like she's technically a part of the story. Like you get like a little trailer about her, but you know nothing about it. Yeah. Sounds like a solid experience. Yup. Can't really uh, say I've done much of anything since our last episode. I mean, I've knocked out some shitty GameCube games on stream, but that's about it. I'm currently going through uh, Atomic Heart. That's cool. Yeah, that Dead Island game. Yeah. The more I played it, not Dead Island. <laughs> it just looks like it. Yeah, it's, it's Dead pretty Island fun. with excessive play. cursing. It's just fucking weird. It's, it's like very every, like corny. Every other word is a curse word. I don't know if you seen when I ran into like the thing that upgrades. It's like a fridge that's trying to like once you inside it, and it's super dirty. That's so weird. I didn't see that part. Yeah. I don't like that. Oh, uh, you should look it up. It's <laughs> no, it's cringeworthy. It's weird. I don't. I'll just see it you stream again. No, you'll you'll yeah. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna stream tomorrow. But um, you'll see it like. It's just very random because she like flirts with you, like, well, sexually harasses you. Let's just say that. Oh no, <laughs> it's very weird. Lauren, what about you? Anything, anything new? Really? All I do is work, schoolwork, sleep. That's about it. Sleep, eat some food. I don't, I don't live a very exciting life. <laughs> yeah, well, no raft. Sons of the Forest is a bust. Atomic Heart is if you want to be sexually harassed by an object. Um, so far, okay. I'm only like three hours in. Good uh, closing sequence here. So, but we should, yeah. have, <laughs> we should have a little more to talk about 
for the next one. Well, I mean, I, we could rant on about things. It's just yeah, but I, you said it's a long episode, so these are the things. But those are like the highlights. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so this is the end of the episode. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. This is a longer one, but we actually played a new game this time around. But we're going to get ready to install Cat Quest 2 and get ready for the next episode. So thanks for listening, and we will see you guys soon. Bye. See ya.